You are listening to the Baby You've Got This podcast where you receive mindset and business coaching designed for the everyday gal who has big goals and dreams and is craving that guidance, insight and reaffirmation for creating success in their life. This is episode number 10 and I am chatting with the amazing Jana Davis who is a first home owner coach and is passionate about personal growth, all things health and pushing boundaries to overcome limiting beliefs. With Jana's home owner coaching, she helps people through the process of building their first home and her favorite part is guiding her clients with organizing their finances and designing their dream home. Today, we are going on a journey to hear how Jana actually has had many struggles that have massively impacted her life and took her to a feeling of hitting rock bottom. Her babe, you've got this moment is one that is relatable to every listener and we can't wait for you to listen in and be inspired from her triumph. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I am so grateful that we can give you this time and content as you listen today. And remember to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through iTunes or leave your love-filled comments in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to our bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can give you a shout out and recognize your greatness too. All right, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. We have Jenna here. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So Jenna and I go way back and God, I just know you guys are in for a fun episode today. I think we'll try and stay on track we'll start out oh, like the listeners know my t- we go on tangent so Jana and I together in one room like the tangent we don't even know if it's going to end <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear Jana's story um, it's a big one and it's a powerful one and I just think like so many of us all of us every single one of us listening can relate to at least one part of this journey <laughs> Um, I actually have had the pleasure and the honor of being a really good friend, a best friend of Jana's that I've been able to watch this journey and, and be there and support her and be inspired by um, her baby. You've got this moment. I think it's been so much more than just one baby. You've got this moment, but yeah. we, we had to like, like sort of narrow it down. We're on a bit of a time limit. So, um, so Jana. Let's go. Like, let's start. Take us to that that time. Set the story. Um, take us with us. Take us with you on your journey. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> uh, let Let's start there. What What happened? Okay. So the one that I've chose <laughs> is a few years ago, and only close friends will really know about this one because it wasn't something that I really wanted to let people know. I think I was like I was really ashamed, and it took me. And I'm still really upset with myself. And then also it took me a while to forgive myself. Um, so there's a few like components with this one. Just um, a few. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, I decided to do a bodybuilding competition. A lot of people would know that one. Halfway through that, um, I broke up with my now partner, Donald. Um, it was just not a good time, obviously with the competition as well. That was quite stressful. I was putting my body under a lot of, um, different stresses as well for the first time. And then 
Um, once my, I had finished my bodybuilding competition, I was able to relax a little bit more. And that's sort of like, I was just so focused on my bodybuilding competition. I just didn't really give myself to time to, I guess, to let the breakup sink in. Um, and when I finished my bodybuilding competition, I didn't have any um, goals. I wasn't. Ha I didn't have a set routine. I could eat what I want. I could train when I wanted to. So I was still sort of like on that fitness bandwagon, but I was having a lot of problems with my gut, reintroducing foods. I then started going back to drinking and going back out um, because obviously I was trying to deal with the breakup. And then... One day, and to be honest, like I, I remember this day like it was yesterday. So I had my smoothie. I went to go to one of my gut appointments and then I went out on the boat for the whole day. I was just wakeboarding, enjoying my best life. <laughs> and I, I was drinking. I didn't have anything to eat that whole day. Um, everyone was like pretty drunk and I was the... Probably, I was the soberest one out of everyone else. So you're still drunk. Yeah. Well, so you're the least drunk. So you yeah. felt like the sober person. On the and road, because yeah. I was wakeboarding and everything like that, and I was still, I definitely didn't feel. Yeah, you can obviously guess where this one's adrenaline going. as well. Full of yeah. adrenaline, so that's overtaking the alcohol in your system. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I decided to drive, so I drove with people in my car, and it was six p.m. and I was coming down Grand Prom, and I came over this hill, and there was. Fucking booze bars, and <laughs> I honestly, high. I knew I was like, I've lost my license, and at that time as well, I'd actually just got a promotion in my job at the time as well. So I was, everything was kind of working out on the outside. I guess if people was, if someone was looking on the outside, they would think that everything was sort of going well. Um, on the inside, I was just like literally going down a little spiral. A little spiral. Yeah, little. it was. It was. It was getting. It was getting bigger. Like, are we hitting rock bottom? Yeah, it was. Uh, I was just taking everything down with me. Yeah. So I got done for drink driving. Kim actually had to come to court with me. I was like, "You're going to." Yeah. yeah it was best friend um, obligation. I, I like, know. Sure, I'll take my best friend to court. Can we? Yes. Can we interject with a little funny story? Oh, actually, I don't know if what, I want to... laughing at the court? Well, like... No, um, so Jana was... All, just as, like, I want to emphasise... Not emphasise, I want you to understand... You might think that you're like, oh, this is not, nothing, I've done worse. But so Jana's always been that friend who... She always was the designated driver, meaning she wouldn't be the big party animal. Um, she was always the most responsible. Ever since we left school, pretty much from... We met in high school. Jana's always been the most responsible... Um, she's always looked after everyone. She's never, like, she, when it came to license, she would never break the law, <laughs> ever. Here's me, like, um, I was a little bit more reckless. We would, like, we still joke about it to this we, day that I was the one that lost my license. Jan looks like, like I've, had, I've had that many speeding fines. Um, I've, well, I've, I've had two. Like, I've had, <laughs> like, two or three. Like, I'm, like, and I drive She's a, a saint. shit load. Like, I drive a lot. Yeah, she's a saint. So I want you guys to know <laughs> the fact that she lost her licence. Jana is the last person you've ever, you will ever meet who you'd expect to lose her licence from drink driving, not yeah. building, uh, losing points or too many speeding fines or running red light or whatever it is. <laughs> and especially, like, going through that phase of really, like, being into my fitness and taking care of my health, to lose my licence for drink driving 
like the biggest issue I think, okay, we'll, we'll go back to when I lost my license. So I literally had to find somewhere to live because where I was living, I wouldn't be able to get to work. Like there was just no way I was living in the Swan Valley and I was working in Bayswater at the time. So I had to get on, I called my best friend and I was like, look, I've just lost my license. Like I need somewhere to live. Literally had to move out of my house the next day. Like, cause it was instant. I lost my license instantly. And I was like, I have to get to work on Monday. So I had literally, my whole world was just, like I and I had no yeah. one to blame but myself and I was sunburnt as well and I was like I had to like and honestly like the worst thing was like I have a dog and I had to drag my dog out of its home and bring it with me and to, to this new home that was really small as well like it's not a home for a dog yeah so it was like it was hard because it was like two dogs there was one dog already there. So luckily they got along, but, and he is, has separation problems and anxiety anyway. So it just went through the roof there. Um, and so that was just like the worst thing as well. I had to go to work on Monday and obviously let them know that I've lost my license and I lost the position that I just got. So I lost uh, 10 grand and a car because obviously I couldn't drive. Um, so they had, luckily, like they changed the roles around to accommodate me, but really that was like the shittest job ever. <laughs> like, I was like, great, thanks. So really took a turn. And then that was that point where I was like, holy shit, like this is all your own fault. Like I've been in this position before where I turned to alcohol um to numb myself when I went through my first like major breakup and I just know it's like alcohol just does not serve me and that was that point where I was like okay so I've like literally just fucked up my whole life um and I've just got to figure it out like so I just sort of stepped back from drinking I tried to maintain some sort of like healthy lifestyle without having a car. So just like walking and trying to walk to the gym and <laughs> stuff like that. But um, I didn't tell like a lot of people that I lost my license for drink driving because it wasn't something that like everyone has that I like their own identity. And that was the biggest thing for me was losing that identity. So I was sort of like that independent woman. I was able to drive. I could get places like, and as well, like that ego, I think as well came into it as well. So I wouldn't want to ask people to pick me up or anything like that. I'll just get an Uber. Like it was that ego. Didn't want to have to be vulnerable. Yeah. I yeah. was just like, no, like I'm not. And as well, like I'm, I didn't want people to judge me if I had told them that I lost my license for drink driving because that was a big thing as well because I wasn't for drink driving. So I know what judgment I probably would have got. Um, and a lot of people, like if I did tell them, they're like, oh my God, I wouldn't have thought that you had, would have lost your license yeah. for drink driving. So I was like, yeah, thanks guys. Like, <laughs> not um, making it any better. <laughs> I just want to put this into a bit of perspective for everyone because we heard the story. Now, I know I said we're going to, a lot of us can relate, all of us can relate to this. So it's not about, you might think, oh, you've just had a breakup and went through a bikini comp and lost your <laughs> license. I've had worse things happen. It's not about that, guys. I want you to put this into perspective. Everyone has their own journey and their own story. 
but the things that are relatable, it's the loss of identity. And I think like the loss of identity, the fear of judgment, the fear of like the mm. not being liked, what are they going to think about me? Um, not being able to be your true authentic self is like we all have suffered or might be suffering now or we feel like we can't break through this. Um, I think we can all relate to that part. So I feel like we're heading to, we're heading to our, like, what's your baby got this moment? Like, when was it that you'd like, you drew the line in the sand, you felt like you just, you've lost yourself, you've lost yeah. who you are. What, what, was, what was it that made you have to pick yourself back up again? What did it take? Um, well, it was definitely losing my license was just like, and I guess as well, like people can be the victim and be like, oh, like it was because of this or this or this or like blah, blah, blah. But I knew it was all me. Like I was just like, there's no one else I can blame. Like this is just all on me. And as well, I was, um, struggling because obviously putting on like mentally as well, coming out of like a bikini competition is just really hard as well because you obviously gain weight and which is a good thing. Like I needed to gain weight. Maybe that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I was mentally like gaining weight not feeling attractive within myself and I had gut issues as well. And then it was just like everything. And I was just like, nah, like I've, I've got this, like I've been through worse. I can get through this. So when, obviously when I moved out, it was a, it was a process like, but it was sort of like, okay, like I've got this, I can do this. Um, it was just sort of taking those little, little steps and a little bit of action doing getting back into my personal development, getting back into a routine, not drinking as much and just making that effort to sort of like not be around people that are drinking or, and as well, like it is hard when you're a part of that scene to step away from drinking. I found it really, especially when you don't have a license because people like you have no excuse now. Like you, why aren't you drinking? Like you can't drive anyway. Whereas before I would be like, Oh no, I won't um, drink. Oh, because I'm driving. So it's really hard to like choose not to drink and not drive. So that was uh, really hard as well. It was just sort of like, no social pressure. Yeah. I just found like, it was just like, yeah. And it was summertime as well, which is even harder. And I was just like, for God's sake. I feel yeah. (laughs) I love a good afternoon rosé. That mm. usually ends up turning into a bottle, especially if it's a Friday or a Saturday. So, yeah. So is, it was yeah. sort of. Um, I started to do a little bit of research in, like, to help with my gut as well. So, sort of like uh, help with my uh, weight gain and gut issues as well. So that sort of was helping. And then it was kind of when I realized that I had lost the person that I loved as well. It was a few moments where I was like. I've heard it before, like if you, I had an issue, like if I heard anything about Donald or something like that, it still triggered me and I just hit this point that I was like, I still love this guy and I had met like a few people, like just nothing serious, but I was just like, no, they're not like him, they're not like him, no, no, like I was comparing people and I know that you can't do that, it's a really bad thing. I did it, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing, but I was just like. It no, kind of tells no. you, I feel like it tells you, well, I've, me and my husband now, we've broken up. It's <laughs> like, everyone knows our journey, um, like three times and now we're married. It's amazing. But I always would compare mm. to him and I'm like, it, I just feel like this is a sign. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. So yeah. it was, um, 
So what happened was one of our friends, Kylie, had booked, um, it was Kylie and Caitlin had booked these tickets to go to this bridge experience, which was a personal development for the weekend. And I was like, you know what? Like, I really need to go to this. But Caitlin had sold her ticket and Donald had actually bought it. And I was like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> but okay. And I was like, no, like something's telling me that, like, I really need this in my life right now. Like everything was just upside down just retarded so I was like I really need a little bit of help <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna message him and just be like look is it okay if I go like I really need to go and he's like yep no that's fine so um obviously we went and we went for like ourselves but obviously working on ourselves really helped um, our future relationship as well but also going as well like we realized obviously like we still love each other and um, yeah, that we're sort of like willing to work on it and be better people. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was sort of just like transitioning through there and just working on myself, but also working on all areas of myself, like not just one area, like just being like, okay, like health needs to be pulled in, like what I'm doing within my social life needs to be pulled in. Also working on that love part of it. Like I look at posts and stuff that I posted back then. It was just like, you could just tell that I wasn't in the right space. Um, and I can see when people are in the, that space now, like, especially like when it comes to those areas of diet, love, like when people mention people and it's just like, oh, it's just, it sucks. Cause you just know that if you've got the right mindset, you'll get out of it. But if you don't, it's probably going to take you a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's mindset. And that's why we have this podcast. Like all we talk about is mindset. Like your world, your outside world is a reflection of your inside world. So whatever's like, and we only exist because we think it, mm. right? So it's all, it's, it's all in our head. I actually was thinking about this. I'm like, that's a cool podcast topic. It's all in your head, babe. But it is. And like, it yep. is mindset. And that's where we really need to look to and turn to first. Like, and I guess that's what we're trying to say is if you guys feel like you're at rock bottom or you're struggling, like you can't go blaming and looking at like blaming things on the external and go looking for things to fix you. You've got to, the only thing you can look at is the mirror. Yep. 100%. And that's when I was just like, wow, okay, this is huge. Um, I am a quite a positive person as well so like and I have a deep sense of like everything happens for a reason so I feel like that sort of got me through some situations where I'll sort of look at it and be like okay well if this was meant to happen like why why did this happen and I'll sort of like go through the learnings of it um try and sit down and like come to terms with it um another mindset that I have acquired over my years <laughs> is like I can learn anything. Like I am a sponge. Like whatever comes my way, like I'll I'll learn it. Like I need to figure it out. So that's probably another thing. Like obviously, just being able to sit back, learn, um, do a little research of everything. Like I'll just sit back and be like, okay. Um, I like that. I'm a sponge. Yeah, like I'm a sponge. Like affirmation for the day. <laughs> I am. But it's so true. Like if something comes my way, like I will, because I love that entrepreneurial mindset, like I will learn how to make videos. I will learn how to do certain things. Like I'm not being like, this is too hard basket. I will learn it because I know that it's I can. Better, it's going to yeah, grow like, Yeah. Oh man, I love the hard basket. I have a big hard basket. Yeah. I like to put stuff in it. But at the end of the day, if I like 
yeah, if you feel like things aren't happening, you've got to take it back out of the hard basket and actually get it done. Get it done. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think the biggest thing was that that identity and sort of learning who I was again um, and swallowing that pill of also going back to Donald and being like, yeah, okay, like, because I was also like, I'm perfect. There's nothing wrong with me. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, there's a few issues there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> need to pull those out of the basket and then, like, tackle them head on. And I think that's a lot of people probably when they break up with someone is like, well, I'm fine, it's them. And it's like, no, like, you've got issues that you're bringing to the table as well. So you need to, like, sort yours out and, like, come together as a team or sort of know each other's issues and you're happy to live with yeah. them. So, yeah. I love so. that. Well, you kind of like my next question was, well, I was going to ask what are your pieces of advice going forward, but you kind of touched on them. But let's like, we talked about what's your triumph, you know, I know everyone's hanging out like, <laughs> like, do we just tell us the problems down there? Tell us what's going on. So in a nutshell, where do you feel like all these things that you've worked on, how have you evolved from, how have you gotten out of rock bottom and climbed your way back up? <laughs> Clawed. <laughs> well, I think I'm still clawing at the moment because I've just put myself in another hole. <laughs> but I'm like one of those people that, like I said, like pushing limits. Like I love pushing my own limits and I'm constantly putting myself in a hole and I'll dig myself out of it. And then once I've like, oh, probably hills and valleys, like I'll put myself in a valley, I'll climb that hill. And then once I've conquered that, I'll put myself in another valley. So yeah. I'm constantly just on that journey. Um, I love it. I love the struggle. Like, yeah. and I'll admit that I'm just like, yeah. Well, it's a challenge. If, yeah. Well, I've talked about it before. If you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And it's not about, uh, Jenna's not talking about being like bipolar in a way where you go, <laughs> you go up and succeed and then you go backwards. It's about you get, you hit the goal you've just wanted and then it's like, okay, well, what's next? Mm. So whenever you create a goal, the reason that it seems far away is because, and it's, there's a space between you and the goal is because you haven't achieved it yet. If you've already achieved the goal, you wouldn't feel like it, you need to achieve it. It's far away. So the second you set a goal, the universe puts in the challenges, mm. the hurdles, because you have to be able to grow as a person and, and grow through it and tackle it on to get to the next space. So that's, I think, what you're talking yeah. about is, the next valley that I go into, it's the valley for the next goal. Yeah, it's like the hill is a little bit higher this the hill, time. Yeah, yeah. Just get into that mountain. Like mountain. <laughs> so like Mount Everest over here. I guess, like, looking back at where I was with that job and everything like that, I wasn't one to sort of speak up. I wasn't really one. I really had to, like, learn who I was, but also take control of my life a lot more I was kind of just more going with the flow and I was like just happy with whatever was handed to me and I was like yep okay and I was just getting really probably a little bit pissed off because I knew I was I knew I could do more I knew I was like bound for more um and if you've got that feeling you really need to trial everything like I've trialed so many jobs like Kim as has as well and it's like you just got to like trial fail trial and fail um so with that job I sort of learnt um my boss was a little bit of a um asshole I don't know like <laughs> how does that I'm like I don't we're know. not dropping names everyone has an asshole boss yeah I really had to learn to say what I needed to say and that was a big thing for me was like you know that throat chakra like I would just always sit on things. I wouldn't say anything. So that was that boss where I had to 
learn to say things and then obviously transitioning into sales, which was huge because I wouldn't have had, you need a lot of confidence to do sales and you need a um, good mindset as well. Like obviously you need to be creative, you need to have fun with it, you need to get along with people. And I wouldn't have been able to sort of have the confidence to do this, but also um, follow through with it. And then I guess with everything going on, I probably would have given up six months ago. (laughs) So um, I'm in the role that I've always kind of wanted to do. I've got a lot of freedom within this role to create what I want to create as well. So I kind of do feel like I am an entrepreneur in my own way, but I've still got that safety net of being in a company. So I love sales. I love what it can um, give to people, but it is hard. Like it's not the easy. Well, if it was easy, we'd all be millions. Yeah. <laughs> Every single person that would enter the sale. Do you know what? Though? Every single job is sales. And if you're not selling something, you're selling a service. Yep. So you're working for a company that sells a service. So you're always something people, yeah, things are being sold. And it's that mindset of the reason sales are hard is because we have in sales, I'm in sales, Jen's in sales, completely different type of company, different product, different service, but it's, it's the same energy because I'm just and the same issues as well. Like it's, it's like same, yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't matter what you're selling. Like I'm selling a half and like could be, well, yeah, the house is probably like two hundred to three hundred thousand, but it's a big commitment because you've got to buy the land as well. So it's like half a million dollars, but it's the same. Like you go through the same steps. Well, yeah, it is. It's the same. Um, well, it's because we both have in sales. And the attitude. It, it's the attitude. We, in sales, you have an area to grow. You have room to grow. When you're um, just time trading on a wage in a business where you rock up, do your job, get paid, go home, mm. it's different. I feel like I could never do that because I'd just get so bored and feel <laughs> stagnant. But when we're in a position where we have got, we're in a sales business and we are helping people, we have room to grow, but with growth comes challenge. You can't just, if we were just to grow easy, we'd just be keep growing. Like, yeah. It doesn't work. You have to grow through. The, you know, the plant, the seed, it breaks through, it grows through the dirt to grow and blossom. <laughs> Whatever that saying is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think, like, I, if I went through, if I didn't go through that part of my life and sort of, like, taking control of where the direction and everything, and I actually really listened to a really good audio book as well, Gabby Bernstein's... Um, um, have faith in the universe. I the think universe has your yeah, back. the universe has your back. Definitely, I've listened I, to that. Yeah, I've listened to that like three times when I was going through this, and that was awesome. Like it just really set a few um, like things in place for me, and then I sort of like went for the job that I wanted to do, and it was a big step because I was in aged care before and going into um, sales, like real estate. Sales, yeah, real estate, home, but homeowners. Home it's like two stuff. completely different things. But I was like, nah. If I don't do it now, how will I ever know how well I would have done? So it was like that leap, and then obviously just um, yeah, being able to get back with Donald and sort of go traveling and doing all that sort of stuff and creating our life together. Um, but yeah, God, like it's still not over. Like I'm still learning so much now, but I, I feel like I can't talk about that until I've sort of figured it out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't, I don't want you to be in a spot where every, like, well, everything is amazing right now. And that's what we have to realize. I struggle with this mindset too. Things can like, I'm waiting for things to get better. It's everything is amazing as it is right now. Mm. And we're, op- we're wanting to grow and just like increase the abundance we have with what we've already created. 
that's always been my struggle anyway. Like, yeah. like it's not good enough. It is, and that's that. That should be another topic as well. Talking about how we go through the the motions of we're not good enough. Is this good enough? Yeah, it is good enough, and we have to have the challenge to be able to grow. So yeah, well, I think we've been chatting for about half an hour. I think that was good. That was great. Um, I always want to say this in a podcast. I feel like any listeners, if you have any questions, <laughs> yeah, if you have a question, put it in the reviews or reach out to us um, uh, in the notes section of this or the description, depending where you're listening. Um, you'll have Jana's Instagram handle, so you'll be able to go and follow her. She always posts the most amazing things, um, full of inspiration. We'll also drop her um, business Instagram as well, Building with JD. Um, just, if, you know, if you know anyone or if it's yourself looking to build your first home, Jana is your girl. She is your lady. She is amazing at what she does. So there's a little plug there because I can't recommend her enough. So all the information, Thanks, Kim. All the information will be in the notes section. And again, just a reminder, like screenshot this, send up, post it in your stories. You can tag myself, tag Jana. Yeah, I'd love to know if, like, obviously anything that you um, listen to, because I just feel like that was just a little bit of my story. So I, I feel yeah. like oh, that was that great, but if that amazing. really did help, I don't yeah. know. If um, it did, if you resonated <laughs> with this, please, like, share it. Um, you just don't know. Like, even if you feel like, oh, it was good, like, it was great, I loved it, I don't feel the need to share it. But what if there's someone out there that's on your, like, social network that sees that and they really need to hear this too. Like this is all about, like we want you to contribute to our impact. We want to raise you up and have you a part of our impact as well. So share it, tag us, um, uh, leave a review. Definitely by leaving a review, you're helping us have that impact. So, and then we get to shout out to you, um, give you a shout out and recognize you as well. So Jana, thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is fun. It's definitely be the first of many. I know it. Yes. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait. For, I can't wait for the audience to have a listen. So anyway, guys, see you. Peace out, homies. <laughs>